It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Out to Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Rolling on on a buck-off Thursday. Appreciate our great friends at the Austin Gamblers for partnering with us and sponsoring Buck-Off Thursday. It's one of those things, like, once we once we did it, we're like, why hadn't we been doing this since last year? It's buck-off. It's the bull riding. Austin's pro bull riding team. Uh, hopefully you've gotten into that Prime Video eight-part docu-series called The Ride. It is tremendous television. We're talking about documentaries and Johnny Manziel on Netflix and HBO Hard Knocks with the Jets. I mean, this is, I'm telling you, that Prime Video, the ride is really, really good. I've seen all eight episodes now. If you know nothing about bull riding or pro bull riding, you'll learn all you need. It's, it's one of those that takes you behind the scenes and you learn a lot. It really is good. And you'll be, you'll be hooked on the high adrenaline of the bull riding. So that's coming up. Uh, they start their season end of this month out there in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Frontier Days. That's where they, it's kind of that neutral site for all eight pro teams. And then they go site to site. They'll be in Austin coming up uh, end of August, 25 through 27. And we'll have tickets to give away uh, to the best buck off of the day coming up. Uh, if you can also get signed up for that at our website at hornfm.com. Appreciate the Austin Gamblers, Austin's pro bull riding team. Austin's pro soccer team was a loser last night in Vancouver. They lost 2-1 to one to the Whitecaps, a midweek game. And as our, our guest in the earlier in the show, Eric Goodman, pointed out, when Daniel Pereira is not on the pitch, they have a struggle uh, through the midfield, and um, you know that he helps set up what Sebastian Driussi does. And he wasn't there last night because he's apparently we found out from Eric he has a visa problem. He's uh, listed as a refugee from Venezuela and uh, couldn't travel to Canada. But he got to be in school here for three years. And well, yeah, you can, you can go to college to on a visa, but you still have to go back and renew all that stuff. Sure, redo yeah. it. I'll have to call my brother. He's an immigration attorney there on the East Coast. He could help. He could Let's tell get married. Us that. Well, I mean, if you're if you're listed as a you know refugee from Venezuela, you can travel throughout the United States. You just can't go to other countries. Then you can't go somewhere else. All right, but yeah, he went. I to got Virginia. it. Yeah, um, but yeah, my, my my brother could get us the skinny on that deal. But uh, uh, speaking of skinny, uh, I'm looking up and there's a there's a, a you former what is that? Uh, Jade Baron on the on the screen. I'm watching Longhorn Network now. Our buddy Alex Lowe, Alex Lowe. And the LHN crew doing great work from day two of Big 12 football media days and re-racking some of their great coverage. We'll have more of ours coming up uh, here at the bottom of the hour. But wanted to bring this to you, Buck. Some of the highlights. Alex Nava? Alex, Alex, yes, Alex Nava. <laughs> I need to get Alex Loeb on the show because he's got two young boys now. and We have to ask him the pertinent question. Is he actually teaching them to ride a bike? Well, I guarantee he is. This, you're talking about those well, two not. dudes. Well, I know he's not, but those two dudes are active. What's the joke there? I never get to see he never learned to ride a bike. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. No, Alex would always tell us. He didn't grow up and learn to ride a bike, so he never. A little strange, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like everybody gets thrown around on the bike by an no. uncle or a dad or no, no, mom. No, not Alex. He said, no, never learned. But now he's got two young boys, and they need to learn how to ride a bike. My it's... mean uncle 
taught me how to run a, ride a bike. That wasn't fun, huh? No. Is that your crash? Is your mean uncle also your fun uncle? No. Okay, but that's because my mean uncle is the one that threw me off the high dive, and that taught me how to jump off a diving board. He threw me off when I was a kid, and like he's like, "You're going." And uh, yeah, I just got pushed. But in. he's also the funny uncle. I got a lot of fun uncles. Just one mean uncle. Oh, mean uncle. Everybody's got a mean uncle. Okay, this says, can Alex ride a bike yet? I don't know, but I'm watching. We'll get some more coverage of that coming up. But I uh, wanted to play some of the ESPYs last night. Uh, I'll confirm I didn't even know that it was on. I forgot. I don't know, you know, um, busy with other things. And uh, so, But here was one of the highlights. Here's LeBron James. He was honored with the award for uh, most record-breaking performance, best record-breaking performance of the year. Of course, he went past Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time scoring leader in NBA history. Also got the Lakers back into the playoffs, and they made a run through the Western Conference playoffs before they ran into that uh, Denver Nuggets team that went on to win the championship. But here's LeBron making it official. He will indeed return for a 21st season. I don't care how many more points I score or what I can or cannot do on the floor. The real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. There you go. He'll become the sixth player all time to play 21 if he does. He'll come back for a 21st full season. Uh, Vince Carter holds the record with 22, 22. right? And yeah, Dirk Nowitzki, the Mavericks, maybe the most impressive because he played all 21 seasons with one team. Kobe Bryant had 20 with the Lakers. Um, but yeah, we went through that list career, earlier. Yeah. But uh, you know, we you know we know the uh, Dirk Nowitzki, twenty one years. We know Vince Carter, twenty two, with a lot of different teams. How about Kevin Willis? Remember Kevin Willis, the tallest guy with the shortest arms you ever saw. Kind of looked like a pterodactyl. <laughs> no, seriously, is that was that the, the the dinosaur that he looked like? Because he just had these longer, shorter arms. T Rex. T Rex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was a seven footer, and he played for twenty two seasons. Uh, gosh, look at all the different scenes. He was in Houston, Spurs, Hawks, Maverick. He played. A, he made the tour of Texas. Yeah, he did. Yeah, man. Uh, out of, out of uh, Michigan State originally, way back in the day. But uh, Kevin Willis and, is on that and list. And the Chief. The Robert Parrish. Yeah, baby. Boston Celtics, the Chief. Remember when he got in trouble for, like, mar- mailing himself marijuana? <laughs> Remember Come that deal? On, Chief. Like, he tried to mail himself pot. And this is back in the 80s. I mean, this you can still get in trouble night. for that. Yeah. What year was that? But yeah, he tried to mail it from San Francisco to Boston or whatever. Come oh on, man, Chief. caught in the mail. Dude, that guy was so quiet. Let's also hear from LeBron James on uh, the haters, the haters that are out there. Because he was introduced by his wife and kids last night, which was pretty cool. As he goes into his twenty-first season, here is uh, here's LeBron James last night. Listen, you can you can love me, and I, and I know some of you hate me as well. But the one thing you will always do um, is, res- is respect me and appreciate uh, the way I approach the game and what I've given to this game. Um, thank you. All right. So uh, love him or hate him, I would agree with that. He always plays hard. He doesn't uh, um, she- cheat the game. I don't disagree with that at all. I gotta believe his kids days. are pretty. His, his sons are pretty happy. Yeah, and he's never really been. I know no, he's no not problem. a liked person for for whatever the reasons, but and that's fine. But uh, he's never been in trouble off the field. He's never been involved in a big scandal. And uh, but for someone with that much expectation from a young age on, I think that is, that is worth mentioning. Hey, he won't call out China, though. Well, okay. Well, who, who else? Daryl Morey. Well, Daryl Morey got hammered for that, too. Um, but if you remember. But who else is calling out China? Well, that's a, that's a big NBA problem in my eyes. 
Michael Jordan never Similar, called out. I've, I've never. I mean, Michael Jordan never called out the kids who were making his Air well, Jordan shoes. My, Michael Jordan was doing a lot of things right. behind closed doors, but he right. also wasn't. I, I don't know. I just you know, everyone knows I'm a LeBron hater. You are. I had to say something, and everyone knows that he he and I share a hometown, and I'm a LeBron fan, big time. I Which, did like him when he was on Cleveland. Yeah, I liked him when he was at St. Vincent St. Mary's High School. When Bucky and I discovered him for everybody. He, he made fun of Dirk in, in the in the finals that one year. That's that's where it all started. St. Vincent, St. Mary's High, downtown Akron, Ohio. The mean streets, brother. LeBron James. You stay clean. Yeah. Uh, Steph Curry, also born in Akron, Ohio, if you knew that. Mm-hmm. Originally Why? born in Akron, Ohio. I don't know. That's where he was born. Much like yours truly. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of good people. Legends. Or, legends. All three. You know who else was born in Northeast Ohio, Buck? Grew up in Northeast Ohio. Our man Brad Stuver, the goaltender for the Austin uh, FC. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I asked you the question about him. I, I, he must be doing some. some he yeah, must, he was for the second. Is that for? Is that for stuff that he does? Is that for stuff he's doing in his hometown? No, here for here, right here in Austin. Well, he Texas, did stuff huh? in his hometown, but but remember, uh, Brad Stuver was in Columbus with the crew, and then the crew moved here, and he came okay. with Josh Wolf. Uh, but no, we, we we've talked about. The, I think it was when you were out. We had a, we had a really good discussion about Brad Stuver because it was when the nominations came out, and he was nominated for the second year in a row this year for the Muhammad Ali Humanitarian Award. It was when Nick Shuley was here. Yeah, it was when Nick was here, and we we learned he's got this Austin Laundry Project, which is such a great great charity that he and his wife have started, and it's you know they they take laundromats and they. You know, get get people who are under underprivileged, help them clean their, you know, their wash clothes their clothes clean. and wash their sheets and do things that they they need help with. But at the same time, the laundry mats and the laundry centers become like help centers where they can get get things, other things that they need while they're washing their clothes. It's pretty cool. Or getting their clothes washed. I mean, it really is a great great charity, and we're gonna seek to do more to help that project. But the laundry project is tremendous, and he did not win though last night. Drew Holiday, the uh, guard of the Milwaukee Bucks, and his wife. One for their efforts in Milwaukee. But this was the scene last night that had everybody uh, tearing up for sure because it was DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin, the safety for the Buffalo Bills, who was dead on a football field this year on a Monday night football game, but was revived and brought back to life uh, by the and kept alive for nine minutes by the members of the Buffalo Bills training staff. Well, he presented them the award last night, the Arthur, no, he, uh, he, the Pat Tillman Award for Service. Last night went to the Buffalo Bills training staff and DeMar Hamlin introduced it and here it was. Obviously he's getting a standing ovation and he's in tears as this is happening. Please welcome this year's recipient of the Pat Tillman Award for Service, the training staff of the Buffalo Bills. So they came to the stage, and it was uh, DeMar Hamlin was highly emotional, and they all hugged, and obviously those are the people that saved his life, Buck. He wouldn't be here without sure. their efforts and uh, continued efforts, and uh, still one of the craziest things I've ever seen on a, mm-hmm. in a sport, any sports game. Yeah, and I think everyone thought he was gone. Um, and he's playing again this year. And he's playing again. 
Kind of scares back me a little bit. That, oh, yeah. He's already you know, going to training camp in a couple of weeks. You know, I mean, that's a one in a zillion. It's a one in a zillion thing. And um, people say that because his doctors have told him that you are no more risk for that happening again than the next guy. But at the same time, it was just that moment, that hit to your chest at the right, you know, in the in that millisecond of a heart you know, palpitation and caused your heart to see to to uh, go into spasm. And there was. I mean, that was. Uh, you know, to me, you know, it's because people talk about the. It's not like a head injury, like a series of concussions. That this is a, you're causing long-term damage to your brain when you do this. To a tongue of Iowa comes to mind, right? He he might consider retiring. Tomorrow Hamlin, that was a freak incident. I told yep. you when that, you know, that that week of that story, we were playing little league baseball, and a friend of mine got hit right in the chest with a ground ball playing third base. Same thing. He went into. Had a heart attack right there. Yeah, I believe I, I know and he that. lived I, as a 29 year old guy who had a stroke that was yeah. one in, you know, New England Journal of Medicine. Yeah. One in. Why would a guy that healthy have a stroke? You had a stroke when you were 29. Yeah, because the good Lord said, "Hey, you think you're going on this fast fast path? How about this? Yeah, life in the let, fast lane. Let me show. Let me slow you down just a bit to show you at any time I can take you. Yeah. And at 29, I had to be slowed down. But, you know, he's going to play. He's been cleared medically, and uh, glad you made it through 29. He made it through, what, 24 years old? Yep. And uh, those people last night that saved his life were given that award. So pretty cool. Thought that was a great scene. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs were honored as the team of the year. Were they the best team last year? I think so, yeah. I mean, of all sports, right? You're talking about the – I mean, Denver Nuggets would have had a good claim for their run, of 15, what, 15 and – you know, what, what What was their playoff record? It was pretty impressive, like 17 and 4 or something in the playoffs. They dominated – uh, Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, Astros. No, they weren't going to give that to the Astros. Or that that wasn't going to happen. The world no. champion Houston Astros. Come on, put the Astros in there. They had a better season than the Georgia Chiefs did. Probably had a good Georgia Bulldogs would have had a good claim. Good claim. Georgia Bulldogs, no doubt. But uh, that went to the Kansas City Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes was named the best NFL player. I don't have a problem with that at all. And Patrick Mahomes was named the best athlete, male athlete. And uh, you know, Nikola Jokic would have had a good. Who was coach? It had to be. My girl, Kim Mulkey, did she get coach of the year? I didn't see a coach. Is she on. there? I didn't see what? coach. I did not see coach. I would like now, to see her outfit. Oh, now, her, her outfit would have been one of her, special. One of, one of her players, Angel Reese of LSU, was named the best breakthrough athlete. Best championship performance buck was your guy Lionel Messi with Argentina in the World Cup yeah, final. Which, we'll be there next year, don't you? I mean, among best games of all of the whole year and of all Brittany time was Grimer, that World Cup Brittany final. Brittany Griner, she'll be there next year. Comeback player of the year. There you go. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, NFL, Shohei Otani, baseball, Nikola Jokic, Nuggets for the NBA. Uh, Max Verstappen was the F1 driver. Duh, he wins every race. Yeah. Scotty Scheffler, lifetime Longhorn, named the best golfer in the world for the year. Novak Djokovic in tennis. Uh, so the ESPYs handed out. And as for Patrick Mahomes, let's never forget, he, you know, this, this ESPY and the fact that he was male athlete of the year culminates one of the greatest, if not the greatest, NFL season ever. And he did this without his brother in his honorage this year, Thank too. Goodness. Pretty good stuff. Remember, Patrick Mahomes became the first quarterback ever to lead the, the league in passing yards for the year, touchdown passes, win the game, the league's MVP, and the Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP. Ty, that run is over. No with, one's ever done that. Because here come the Cowboys. Now he's won the ESPY. Big Mac McCarthy. Here come the Cowboys, and here comes Zeke coming home. No, the Cowboys are just having to go back with Netflix <laughs> oh, and tell no. the story of when they were good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, when they were really yeah. good every year. No, they're not. They're in the playoffs every year. That's okay. good. No, There's a lot of teams that have a lot more sadness they're than the Cowboys. In, they're not in the playoffs every year. Okay, I'll say I'm the Texans fan. 
since the Texans became a franchise in 21 years That's ago. Playoff wins. They had the exact same number of playoff wins. What are regular season wins? Who cares? Well, yeah, you get to the show. But they, they do nothing. So the, so they won we, a game last year. Would you say in the last two decades the Houston Texans have been a really successful franchise? No, they were good for like three years yeah. with Deshaun Watson. Same exact number of playoff wins in the last 21 years. Same. Still way more sad with franchise. I'd much rather be a Cowboys fan. Oh, oh that's, for, that's, a, that's an opinion, but don't act like the Cowboys have been good. We ended Tom Brady's career last year. Ended it. Jeez. Oh, In the dirt. Find your simple pleasures. <laughs> simple pleasures. And Jerry Jones, because he can't win a Super Bowl as the general manager, is having to go back and tell the story on Netflix for $50 million of when they were good because he had Jimmy Johnson running his football team. That dude getting wait to all see of that. that money. He's got to share that money with somebody. Yeah. A daughter of his. Cowboys and Texans consistently average. By the way, I've, below average on the Kim Mulkey conversation. I don't see any outfits, uh, any pictures of her if she was there last night. But I did realize I do have a friend that's on her coaching staff. Really, yeah, friend he, like friend, friend. Yeah, he was a walk on at UT basketball, and he's coach there now. I, I have his number, so maybe we can try to get Kim Mulkey on. Now you're talking. I know Bucky would like that. I know who her haberdasher is. <laughs> Oh, man. Also from the college side last night, uh, Caitlin Clark, the uh, tremendous Iowa women's basketball player, and Caleb Williams, the Heisman Trophy winner, were named the best collegiate athletes uh, of the year. And why not? They were pretty darn good. You know, I, so not to, to be like Patrick Mahomes, male athlete, but Nikola Jokic had a pretty damn good year. I thought he was going to win. He had a pretty good case, I think. And obviously Shohei Otani. I mean, come on now. I mean, I love Patrick Mahomes. I just mentioned his act. I mean, he had a, had a season like no one's ever had before, but... How do you ignore Shohei Otani as Male Athlete of the Year? This guy, what he's doing is un- never, I mean, this is unprecedented. Never been done before. If that dude hits 400, is he going to be the guy next year already? 400? He's knocking it. No, he won't fit 400, but he, he's got the highest OPS in baseball. If he was on the Yankees, he would be the He would be. He would oh, be he'd be winning this year. award. Well, he's playing yeah. in market number two. That doesn't seem to matter. Um, but kind of like the Cowboys, they don't play in big games, Ty. They don't oh, yeah. play in big playoff we don't, games. We don't play in the most viewed games every single year, year in, year out. Oh, oh. Show ponies. They're show ponies. Yeah. Fun to have that Thanksgiving Day game that everybody watches because we... they're stuffed full of food. Okay. Yes, the Cowboys turned the TVs on, no doubt. At least my franchise didn't didn't break my heart and move somewhere else. Oh, thank you. See, now you're just throwing gas. Now you're just throwing gas now. See, but I, what I've, I got to, you, I've been taking a lot of hate the past week. What, about the oh, Cowboys. really? About the Cowboys? Yeah. I'm getting on, fired up. On, on our year now? I'm drinking that blue Kool Aid now. <laughs> but listen, when I, when I bring you down to the level where you're saying, well, at least, and you start arguing about the Texans, that I got you. You brought up the Texans. Well, no, because you said they're, been, they're always really good. And I'm pointing out that the sad sack Texans have the exact same amount of playoff that's wins all the within, last 20 years. That's all within like five years. 20 had, years. The, but the Texans. That's not true. That's not true. They, they have the same amount of playoff did wins Did the Texans in win years. a playoff game before Deshaun Watson got there? Yes, they did. Like one? Matt Schaub won ever? a playoff game. J.J. Watt won playoff games. Um, Dom Capers, yes. They have won playoff games. over the. But the same as the Cowboys. Same as the Cowboys. But we're in it to win it. You're in it to win it this year, right? This every is, year, especially. No, this says Ty year. goes full Aggie when it comes to the Cowboys. <laughs> no. I'm telling you, when I bring you down to my level to start Ta- arguing about the I'm, Texans. I'm with you on this year. This is the year. It's like for the horns. Otani wins something. Otani wins something. That's true. That's why Otani didn't win it, because he didn't. You know, his team doesn't win the championship, and Patrick Mahomes does. Come on, man. You don't have to worry about Otani. He's not going to be there any longer after this. Says E. Matt Schaub, Arian Foster teams were pretty damn good. 
And remember when, when Peyton Manning wanted to come to the Texans and Gary Kubiak said no? Dang it! Didn't Gary Kubiak coach him in Denver? Yes, though? exactly. The irony of that for Houston fans. When, when Peyton Manning left Indianapolis because they had the first pick and they were going to take Andrew Luck, he wanted to go to Houston because he, you know, liked the, the Houston and it's close to New Orleans. It's in the division, stay in the AFC, liked Gary Kubiak and the, the talent. And Gary Kubiak said, nah, we're going to pass. We also have to recognize the fact that the AFC South might be the worst division in football. Well, it hasn't always been. Yeah, the Colts ran Colts it. have been really good. Jags were good before that. Jags were good. I mean, everybody takes their cycles, and right now the cycle Blake cycling. Bortles was dominating that division for a time. Oh, no. Think no, about that. he wasn't. Dominating the division. Oh, gosh. Playing the gridiron that is the <laughs> NFC beast. You're full He had back-to-back years when he went to the playoffs. Blake Bortles? He went no. to an AFC championship no. game where they should have won. And they got because we're over. Houston, Deshaun Watson and Bill O'Brien had that thing on a, on, on track, and because it's Houston, it, you know, massage parlors and Bill O'Brien, they make him the general manager because uh, owner's a fool. But listen, that's what we're talking about, dysfunctional. Cowboys, 21 years, same, same, same level of success. Thank you very much. Let's get on that Jacksonville train. Get on the Jacksonville train. That's his time Also, now. one other note on these ESPYs from last night, Buck. Shohei Otani. Think about this. Here's his argument. He, his team doesn't win championships, so that's why, right? Jokic has a better argument than Otani sure. because of a championship and MVP in the year he had in the playoff run. But sh- right now, Shohei Otani is the, got, he's the hardest p- batter to get out. He's got the highest OPS in baseball. And as a pitcher, he has held hitters to the lowest OPS. Think about that. Think about how dominating that is. The OPS is you know, the, be- the best metric for an offensive player. He has the highest of any player in baseball. But as a pitcher, he has held hit, opposing hitters to the lowest OPS in all of baseball. That is stunning. That's amazing. So worth noting the night after the ESPYs, and I don't have a problem with Patrick Mahomes winning that or the Chiefs winning Team of the Year, although I would have voted for the Astros. Yeah, because The world course, champion Houston Astros. On that particular show, the NFL rules. Oh, sure. Like most of all the sports. And so. the Chiefs had a great year. Chiefs had a great year. Again. Again. And that'll be stopped. This year. Oh, no, that'll be stopped this year. And Georgia was pretty damn good, too, by the way. We'll be back. Uh, We'll go back into Big 12 football media days. Day two is underway right now up in in Arlington, Texas. Chris Kleiman at the podium right now, the coach of the defending champion, Kansas State Wildcats. We'll talk some Big 12 football next. What you heard is what you hearing. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. Bucky and Aaron. Hey, uh, can I say one thing about the Cowboys Stadium there, AT&T Stadium? Jerry Jones with the Netflix documentary and our Cowboys talk from last segment. Can we go ahead and get Jimmy Johnson in the Ring of Honor, please? I still don't understand this. Can we be this petty? Someone's got to die first. No, they don't. Put him in there. That dude's going to put Zeke in that thing before he puts Jimmy Johnson in. Oh, yes. And Tony. Criminal. Oh, Tony Romo ahead of Jimmy Johnson? Tony Romo Hall of Famer? Oh, come on. Jimmy Johnson won. He built the roster that won three Super Bowls. He won two personally, and that that Barry Switzer ride ride to one because Troy Aikman took over. Yeah, this is just a weird pride. Put that in. He's got to be up there. It's kind of goofy. Yeah, well, it's part of why they haven't won because he's his ego gets in the way of doing the right thing. Oh, karma can be a little bit of a big. Hey, we're going to ver- talk to a very, very special guest here in a moment. But first, I wanted to play a little bit of this because you can hear the whole interview at our website, hornfm.com. But yesterday, Rod and Harge on Ball Don't Lie uh, talked to Xavier Worthy. Let's hear a little bit of this X-Man with, uh, with the Ball Don't Lie crew. 
man. Thank you for taking the time to join us. I know today has been a busy, busy day for you. You've been all over the place. You've been on everybody's TV taking pictures. I saw you do your Instagram live when y'all were taking photos. Man, you are a busy, yeah. busy man today. So talk about what's going yeah. on at Big 12 Media Days, and what are you most excited about to start the season? Uh, yeah, a lot of interviews, a lot of pictures, a lot of videos. Um, but I'm most excited about the season. Um, I'm most excited to see the young guys work. Um, I feel like we have a lot of young guys that contribute early, and um, I'm, I'm really excited to see them. Uh, X-Man, I, I, I know you fast, all right, because uh, I don't know exactly what you've been clocked at. I just know you fast. So I was going to ask you a question about the team speed. I'll just ask you this. How many guys on the team are you willing to admit are faster than you? I'm the fastest on the team. I'm not even going I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I'm the fastest on the team. That Rod. was quick and sweet. Yeah, man. I love Rod's laugh. That's so good. Yeah, exactly. I'm the fastest. There no, I'm not admitting. I'm not conceding anyone. No. Yeah. I'm a junior. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. Well, let's get some foot races going. That's one thing. I'll, another thing I'll give Steve Sarkeesian and the staff credit for. This is a much faster team than it was when they got here. Remember, I mean – so, of course, Tom Herman was a fan of the bigger wide receivers. Oh, yeah. um, uh, this team is fast. This team can really go. And they've got speed, especially secondary where you have to have it. Gavin Holmes, the youngster from Wake Forest that's come in, is reportedly one of the fastest players on their team. Keaton Crawford, the safety. They moved him to safety, but he can really, really run and come up that alley. And then there's uh, there's X. Yeah, these aren't the catch-and-fall guys. <laughs> these are catch-and-run dudes. And uh, All right, so let's go to the Vaqueros hotline. And listen, this is good. He is our, our travel partner for, a, for, the, uh, for the Big 12 Football Media Days. But in addition to, to helping us as a partner, Travis Tyndall from Hayes City Store and Ice House and the Taste on Main, Taste on Main and Buda restaurants, he goes up and he helps us work at the Media Days and does a good job. Travis, how are you, buddy? Morning, guys. How's it going? Doing fantastic, Travis. Hey, thank you again for your partnership Always. on this. And uh, just wanted to get you and say thanks. But also, what were your eyewitness takeaways from what you saw yesterday? Um, a couple things. Um, you know, Texas was there yesterday, obviously. And I, there, was a, there was a quiet confidence um, within all the interviews that I, that I was a part of or just kind of hanging out around. And, um, you know, and they're embracing the ex- expectations, which I hadn't really seen in the last couple of years being up here. Um, so, you know, that, that was, that was something different uh, that I'd seen from the Texas, uh, you know, um, contingent. Yeah. What'd you make of, of Quinn yours? I mean, there's a lot of folks, I'm reading national articles about how surprised they were. I mean, we knew that he had cut his hair and he'd been working out, getting his body right. But a lot of the national, you know, writers got to see him for the first time and talk to him and were pretty impressed. What was your takeaway from, from uh, the new look Quinn yours? Um, great. You know, I mean, he's lost some weight, um, obviously, you know, like you said, uh, shave and just a little bit more mature. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't think he really enjoys being, uh, interviewed, um, you know, just kind of by the body language, but, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's just people, you know, some, some people <clears throat> embrace it and some people don't. And, uh, you know, when, when they were done, he, he, he was like smiling and, and walking away. Cause it was, uh, you know, uh, they had a little breakout session, and uh, you know, and I kind of kind of feel sorry for him because you know he's, he's surrounded by twenty people and everybody's got their uh, their phones in his in his face and you know, um, but he but he, he took it on and you know he did it and then uh, but I think he would just rather be out on the field and 
and throwing passes. You know? yeah, yeah, and Travis, it's almost like, you know, when I listened to him and I saw his face yesterday, I thought it's it's not always how you sound, but the enthusiasm that you take on the interviews. And I thought he was very enthusiastic uh, talking yesterday. You know, as you said, body language is not always there with him. He's got That's part that he'll have to work at. But his enthusiasm was different. Like, hey, I'm ready to go ahead. Ask me all the questions that you want to. I'm ready to answer anything you need me to answer. Yes, uh, d- definitely, Bucky. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I just felt it from 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 every every guy, every every player from Texas that, you know, they're they're ready. Um, you know, so hopefully, uh, hopefully they can stay healthy and uh, you know and, and have a great season. It's, Travis Tindall, Hay City Store and Ice House, and of course the uh, the new taste on Maine. I know Hay City is the destination location for all that great scratch food and live music all the time. Uh, we were out there this weekend, and Suede was playing. What a cover band! What a great band they are. That was a huge crowd, even in the heat. They they put on a tremendous show. You guys are always bringing live music on top of the great food and fun there. How's it going on in Butte, on downtown Butte? Taste on Maine. Uh, you guys cranking it up? It's going great. Uh, we've been open since mid February. Um, we're we're a little bit different than a Hay City store. We're a little bit more steak and seafood with a raw bar, and um, but we've got two two outside patio spaces. Um, you know, we're we're really looking forward to the fall because uh, you know it's just so hot outside. Sure. So uh, you know we're we're full inside, but um, you know until later in the evening, then people are willing to sit outside. It's just uh, it's been brutal, but um, we're really really excited to be a part of Buda. And uh, give people in in South Austin and Buda and Kyle and Driftwood a a, a opportunity to, to come and get some steaks and seafood and not have to travel all the way into downtown for a, for a special night or just coming off the golf course and come as you are. You know, it's, it's we we set it up where we're not you know trying to trying to be like a you know um, unapproachable down you know more of a high scale downtown steak and seafood where where we're just out in Buda and great food but just come in and as you are you well know. you you were very approachable for the mullet open and we want to thank you for that that was that was fantastic i know that had to be madness for you i love love being part of that um such a great great thing that you do and have done for over 20 years and uh, kudos to you no question travis tindall and i'll say i know you uh you're you you were proud of your restaurant in buda and downtown on main street there taste on main but it really is cool to have so much company right there. I mean, uh, Valentina's is now open down the road there in the Mill and Grain, and Mudbugs is there, and uh, Jay Parks is open. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, I, you know, we live we live in Austin, but we come south quite a bit to your places just because it is easier, and uh, you guys take care of people. It's fun to get down into downtown Buda. Even if you live in South Austin, it's worth that that trip. So if you're coming, you take the tollway. If you're coming from Circle C or that area, easy to get to, and you guys always, uh, everybody there takes takes good care of folks. Yeah, it's it's exciting because, you know, it's, the, the parking, you know, and I'm talking about downtown, you know, it's so much easier to park. Uh, and you can park and just kind of bounce up and down Main Street, well, you know, with, with all the uh, the different options that you listed. Um, you know, and, 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 and every, every, every company, you know, on that Main Street is, is great people. Um, they're all, you know, you know, small business people. And uh, just excited to be a part of, of downtown Buda. Well, thank you so much again, Travis, for your partnership on this event, and hopefully uh, more to come uh, down the road. But thanks for all all you do for us and your success at Hayes City Store, and certainly uh, the new one with Taste. And look forward to the fall uh, on the patio there, watching some football. Have a safe trip back, Travis. Thank you, guys.
And tell Tamara hello, and uh, thanks again. Travis Tindall, uh, always our travel partner for that event up there. And, he, yeah, he gets out there and gets busy, man. He's doing interviews and helping, helping oh, he's hustle lifting people. lifting bags, heck yeah. Yeah, man. Travis is a worker. I mean, he is uh, – you don't run a big restaurant like they do out at Hay City Store without uh, Travis is lugging ice buckets and uh, trying to keep the, keep coolers full of ice and uh, a lot going on there to keep that place operating. But yeah, I saw Suede out there on Saturday. How about Suede, uh, you, you know, the, the, probably the best cover band in all of Austin. I mean, they they play anything from any decade and really good, really talented band. What is it, Suede? And there's another band called uh, Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow. They do more country stuff, but Broken Arrow will play out there, and man, they will. Pack the place. I mean, there's, it's, I mean, it's free. And free. All the music out there is absolutely uh, free. You eat your food and have a good time. But thank you to Travis. Good stuff and uh, uh, little old Buda coming online. So thank you to him and uh, his wife Tamara for their support on that. Thank you to the uh, that Ball Don't Lie interview, by the way, with Xavier Worthy. Uh, you can hear the whole thing, all that, all the interviews from yesterday and our coverage. Brought to you by Hay City Store and by our friends at One Source Gas. Can, can be found at. Uh, hornfm.com. You know that. Get to the website. We'll come back, reset our top stories, get you teed up and hand the baton. Just saw Craig Way in the hallway. He's been been out a bit, and he's back in the house. Uh, and he'll take over with Light the Tower at the top of the hour. It's B&E on the Horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. One, two, three, and two, folks. All-timer right there with the Snoop Dogg. Uh, podium right now, Big 12 Football Media Days, day two, Gus Malzahn, Central Florida head coach. His debut at Big 12, Big 12 Football Media Days with his nice-looking gold tie and uh, a lot of success at Auburn and now at Central Florida. That'll be an interesting story and team to follow with a returning quarterback and an offense that teams in the Big 12 are going to have to learn to, to deal with. Now, Texas doesn't play Central Florida this Mm-mm. year. They drew BYU in Houston. Uh, and how about it with Mike Gundy yesterday? Longhorns won't play Oklahoma State. I'm sure there's a little, little uh, sadness. Mike Gundy did make it clear that Bedlam is over after this year. Over. He's going to do everything in his powers to make sure. I hopefully, you meet in bowl games. Can we play this, Mike Gundy? You know, he 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 knows who in his mind the reason that the Bedlam series is ending, and it's not Oklahoma State, his alma mater, and his team. The Bedlam game is over because Oklahoma chose to leave the Big Twelve. Period. Got nothing to do with Oklahoma State. So, do I like that? No. Do I like that conferences have broken up in the past? No, I don't. But I also know that we have to control what we can control, which is um, conference realignment is there. It's probably still going on. And wherever we all end up and whatever schedule they give us to play, we go play it and do the best we can. Yeah, Yeah, and Oklahoma promised to take us, us with them when they were leaving to go somewhere. They let us down. That's what he's saying. Well, that's why. Well, because people are saying, "Well, look, just because they went to the SEC doesn't mean SEC doesn't mean you couldn't schedule them in a non-conference game." Sure. And Gundy's like, "We're not doing that. Screw the Sooners." When they go to nine. Yeah. Uh, also of interest uh, this morning, they're playing the Scottish Open Buck over in Scotland because that's probably where you play the Scottish Open, North Berwick, Scotland, the Renaissance Club there. And uh, Rory McIlroy shot a sixty-four today. But he and Thomas Dietrich are three back of Byun Un An, who shot a 61 today at the Renaissance Club. Now, after the round today, how about this? Remember we had the congressional testimony this week with the Live, I mean, the uh, PGA Tour officials and oh, yeah. members from Live Golf, and in it it was revealed that uh, they, they, they wanted to give Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy a Live Golf team as part of this deal. 
What did but he say? Rory McIlroy's Rory McIlroy's unequivocal on this. Oh. When asked about it after his round today, he said, "If live golf was the last place on earth to play golf, I would retire." That's how I feel about it. I'd play the majors, but I'd be pretty comfortable. I would retire before sure I play live golf. He's pretty adamant about his when he talks about that. He doesn't like There's it. A, no, he hates it. Doesn't like it. Uh, here's a buck off for Lincoln Riley. What Lincoln Riley do, CB? Oh, did he cook another bad meal? Is that the deal? It was the did he take another player like or coach? Raw steak. It was. It was not a good look. Yeah. Why does Lincoln Riley keep putting out pictures of food he makes and it looks awful? I mean, it looks like roadkill or something. Like, what are you trying to be a chef? Remember, anyway? he, remember, he put out the brisket. Remember, it was oh. when he was still in Oklahoma, he put out a picture of a brisket. Maybe it's cooked, a joke, and he like burned it. Maybe it is a joke because you'd stop putting those things out there. You know, who could make a real brisket and smoke it on video it was a uh, former Longhorn offensive line coach Herb Hand. Herb Hand was the best. At and that. better if he could have coached. <laughs> that would have worked. That would have helped. Hey, coach. Yeah, really. Can you get off the pit and coach yeah. some linemen? Yeah, leave that to Casey. <laughs> leave that to Casey Stutter. Really? Well, bring Casey Stutter in and let him help you learn how to cook and coach offensive no line. No kidding. Because Casey, Casey's would... talked about an interest in being maybe an assistant offensive line coach eventually. That's good for him because he'd be fabulous. I think, I think he, he would, would too. too. Dan Neal, he, he got just enough nasty in him and just enough red. Out. I think Dan, something would tell me Casey would get a little bit frustrated with those guys. Soft. Oh, he I mean, would soft. But that's what a coach is supposed to do. Right. Make him not soft. Uh, your old offensive lineman, my good buddy from junior high and high school, Dan Neal. Dan Neal would be a great offensive line coach, too, because they're just you know technicians. Got to figure it out. Yeah, Casey and Dan Neal are kind of similar. They both played guard. Neither the biggest guy. You know what I mean? So they, they, they had to use good technique. They had to be on point with their footwork and things of that. And that, that, that you know, get the leverage game. Uh, you know, sometimes when you're just Leonard Davis or something and you're just bigger than everybody, you can get away with that. But uh, – you know, Dan and Casey, two of the best ever at Texas. We'll see because those There's are the no doubt. Those are the that, those two guard positions will be really interesting for Texas this year because everybody knows Kelvin Banks is playing left tackle and Christian Jones is going to play right and Jake Majors will be the gosh third or fourth year center now. Who's going to play the guards? I mean, then that's where I think you're going to see real competition come August second when camp begins uh, because it's you know Cole Cole Hudson was the freshman last year who played and it's, it's he's the heir apparent there. It's his job. And then uh, Hayden Connor, but man, you know you got guys like DJ Campbell uh, coming for those. I mean, that's that's what you want is that competition at those positions. That's what you like about Texas is those five guys plus three or four behind them. He's got a three-year starter at center. That's that's and good a, stuff. And a future man. NFL left tackle. Wow. And, and a future NFL right tackle. Not potentially. Excu- there's not many excuses out there now. There aren't for this group. I, that's the thing. It's all gas, no excuses. And look, I'll give you know we keep saying that, but Sark hasn't denied that. No, he hasn't, he hasn't shied away from it one bit. And it I mean, sounds like neither have its players. Oh, no. I mean, they're – and Sark's level of confidence is really coming from the players, that he sees them show up every single day and he sees them, you know, deliver a good workout after a good workout. Um, actually, we have that cut, Ty. Let's go into your into the Twitters there and get this uh, – um, what was this? The, the first one I sent you this morning is Sark on this team is different. They have a different look in their eye. Uh, no, actually, the the second one. Uh, let's go. No, they're both the same. Let's not play either of those. Let's talk Craig Way. Look who it is. It's Craig Way in the house, just sitting down with us. What's up, Seaway? How are you guys? How was North Carolina? Thank you for the picture of my home. Yeah. The old home. It was great to see Bucky's home and the basketball court right down the street from it. Yes. Where I just imagine so you, you sent everybody a picture of Bucky's childhood home in Greensboro, North Carolina. On Benbow Road. It looked bigger. <laughs> it looked bigger back in the day. Two, so did mine. Bed, I went by. Hey, two bedrooms with four four kids in one bedroom. I looked at that and I thought, 
Bucky Bucky learned to uh, grow up in a in a very loving environment. Oh my goodness! It was very that, close. It was a uh, very close knit. Very. Yeah. Uh, the, the the reason I stopped in is just to, to tell you guys a couple of things. Obviously, we had a lot of fun in Big Twelve Media Days yesterday. Last night at dinner with the other play by play guys, or most of them, I think all but. Houston, the two Oklahomas and Iowa State were there, uh, and broadcast crews. I mean, Rod Babers always refers to it as the secret society of play-by-play guys, <laughs> like for some eyes-wide-shut thing. It wasn't like that. Uh, but we got together. We had a good time. You guys were talking about tots. I had some cheeseburger tots. Ooh, I'm a tater tot guy over fries. Today's you, but, National French Friday. And it was Cheese, good. Ooh. Cheeseburger tots. It was like ground up if you had cheeseburger with all the flavor of it into some tots at I'm Texas in. Live. And then the other thing I was going to tell you, this morning on the program, um, Ty Harrington's going to pop on. We'll kind of review uh, the Longhorns, uh, baseball who were drafted. Yeah, Tanner Witt coming back for sure. He Tanner Witt coming yesterday. back. So we'll talk about that. <clears throat> also, uh, around 11.15, David Yeomans, the meteorologist from KXAN, is going to join us. The reason why, I don't know if you guys know, today, today, July the four, uh, 13th, 13th, could be the hottest recorded day ever on planet Earth today. There's a decent chance of it. Around Certainly the world. In the, around the, certainly in the United States and maybe around the world. And so it, I'm going to have I'm a little take bit with him. my shirt off out there today. Also, they got their big fan Please drive do. going, and we want to help out <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah, the so, fan drive so for the uh, – So we're going to have we're gonna have David Yeomans on from KXN to, to, to talk about this. Today could be the hottest day ever. You think it's hot here? It is hot here in Austin. It's hot in other places too, so he's gonna wow. he's gonna come on with us. Yeah, so we got that and inconceivable and all the other stuff. Thank you, Craig. Thanks, Good to see you. Glad you're back. Yeah. yeah. And now you'll have a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine to give away. We're good. Too. You know what? I'm gonna give away two today. Oh, double nice. dipping. Double I'm gonna give away dipping. two today. Hey, thank you to the Austin right. Gamblers for Buck Off Thursday. Thank you to Craig Way for dropping in. Also, thank you to our guest Eric Goodman from um, the Austin Chronicle talking a little soccer there. Uh, also, all the other great conversations in the morning. Howard Griffith was outstanding, talking the Northwestern situation. All that will be podcast at hornfm.com. I took my kids, Buck, Buck by our well, the house I grew up in, in Akron, Ohio, the Mean Streets. And my kids actually said, you really did grow up on the Mean Streets. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I, told, I ain't joking on that, y'all. Oh, I'm afraid to take mine by But the they're end. on North Hill. Wow. They're in Akron. Hey, everybody, have a uh, wonderful Thursday. We'll do it again on a Friday morning, 6 a.m. Again, everything podcast at hornfm.com. More coverage of Big 12 football. Media Day's coming uh, from Craig and the crew, Chad and Zay. Ball don't lie this afternoon. Buck, have a good one. You too, bud. Craig just gave you the info. Stay hydrated out there. It's going to be hot. <laughs>